بسم الله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وبعد. First and foremost, before we start in our lesson, we'd like to mention something regarding yesterday's lesson. And yesterday's lesson regarding Toba and the conditions of Anitoba. And when we discussed the fifth condition of Toba, I mentioned that the Toba will, will not be accepted, repentance will not be accepted when the sun and he will rise from and the West. And that was and a slip of the tongue. The correct is that the, when the sun will rise and he from the east. So when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will cause the sun to rise from and the east, at that point no toba, no repentance will be accepted. The other way around, have fun. Yeah, I made the same mistake again. Yeah, so when what I said yesterday was when the sun and he rises from the east. So actually, the correct one is when the sun rises from the west. So in today's lesson, we will uh, discuss one of the uh, lessons and reminders of Sheikh Salah Al-Fawzan, Ta'ala, regarding the virtue and the importance of making dua, of making any dua, supplication. The Sheikh says, for indeed, dua, supplication, is from the most uh, virtuous of the actions of worship. And it is mentioned in hadith, ad-dua huwa al-ibadah. Ad-dua itself, it is ibadah. And dua itself, supplication itself, it is ibadah, it is worship. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, says in the Quran, وَقَالَ رَبُّكُمْ أُدْعُونِي أَسْتَجِبْ لَكُمْ إِنَّ الَّذِينَ يَسْتَكْبِرُونَ عَنْ عِبَادَتِي سَيَدْخُلُونَ جَهَنَّمَ دَاخِرِينَ And your Lord has said, and your Lord has said, أُدْعُونِي أَسْتَجِبْ لَكُمْ Call upon me and I shall respond to you. I shall respond to you. إِنَّ الَّذِينَ يَسْتَكْبِرُونَ عَنْ عِبَادَتِي And whosoever... Uh, turns away from my worship, then they shall enter the hellfire, the dakhirin. They shall enter the hellfire. So the Sheikh says regarding this verse, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded us with dua, has commanded us with supplication. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala likewise in this verse has promised to, I need to answer, uh, the supplications to answer our supplications and likewise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this verse has clearly informed that dua supplication is ibadah is worship when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says and those who turn away from my worship and those who turn away from my worship and this word my worship it goes back to the first part of the verse, and the word dua. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, And your Lord has said, Supplicate to me, make dua to me. So the Sheikh says uh, that, So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has 
called and named and mentioned that dua is ibadah. And the hadith that we previously mentioned that indicates, this hadith indicates that dua is from the greatest forms of worship. The greatest forms of worship. The Sheikh says, because indeed, ibadah is of many types. Ibadah, types of worship, is of many types. There are other different types of worship, and he besides, and he dua. But when it occurs that dua is the greatest of the actions of worship, therefore, it's been given the name of ibadah. It's been called an ibadah, and he worship itself. So the Sheikh says, and again, so when it occurs that dua is the greatest form of worship, it is given the word and is called and worship and itself. And dua is given the and the title of the word worship itself. Even though dua is only one and he type is one of the types of worship. The Sheikh says, uh, we see this in other narrations and this type of and naming and giving and he names and he to certain affairs in this manner. For example, when the Prophet ﷺ said Al Hajj Arafah, that Hajj is Arafah. And the Hajj is and the right, the right which is called Arafah. And he says, Hajj we know has many rights and many things you do in Hajj. There's many things you do in Hajj. And Arafah, and for you to go on the day of Arafah, there is only one part of Hajj. But the Prophet said, Al Hajju Arafah, that Hajj is Arafah and itself. So, therefore, he to show and he the, uh, and he the greatness and he of and he that right and he of, of Hajj, that Arafah and he is from his greatest and he writes. Kadalik ad dua. Similarly, I need to dua. It is one type of worship, one type from the different types of worship. But when, but since dua is the greatest form of worship, it is given the title of the word worship and itself. And this indicates the virtue of making dua, of making and the supplication. وَأَنَا الْمُسْلِمُ And it is required from the Muslims that they increase themselves in making dua. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded this. Has commanded and this. وَهَذَا مِنْ رَحْمَةِ اللَّهِ تَعَالَى And this is from the mercy of Allah and subhanahu wa ta'ala upon us that he Allah Azza wa Jal commanded his servants with dua he's commanded his servants to and he perform and he dua as we and he looked at in the verse where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he mentions and your Lord has said Ud'uni, supplicate to me make dua and he to me so this is a command from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala لأنهم بحاجة إليه why? because the servants of Allah they are all in need of making dua they are all in need of making dua and they are all in need of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
So when they supplicate to Allah and Allah answers them, Allah answers their dua. But whereas if they turn away from dua, they do not make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that indeed Allah and he is free of them. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has no need of anyone or anything. But when a person turns away from dua and does not make dua, then the harm that arises from this goes on the person itself, himself or herself. So when a person does not make dua, it's not decreasing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and eat anything, but rather the harm of it, the harm of making and the dua, the consequences of the, of the harm of not making dua and the consequences of not making dua and he returns back to the person himself, the one who has not made any dua. And from the consequences of not making dua is that a person dis- de- deprives themselves from uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the answering and their dua. From answering and their dua. Likewise, the Shaykh mentions that dua has, there are different times when dua is more emphasized. There are different times and the of the day, etc., etc., when dua is more emphasized. What is more emphasized for us to make dua because during those times it is more hoped for those dua to be answered by Allah and His subhanahu wa ta'ala. And from those times is the shahr, this month, this month of Ramadan, this month of fasting. And in it, dua is one of the times where dua is more hoped and for dua to be accepted. And likewise, during the last 10 days of Ramadan, and likewise in, on Laylatul Qadr, Laylatul Qadr, and the Sheikh says, and this month, the whole of this month, is a month of dua and a month of worship but during the last 10 days dua has more of a virtue dua has more and of a virtue and it is more hoped that dua and supplication will be answered during the last 10 days and compared to the and the first part of Ramadan. Likewise, a Muslim should increase dua, making dua, and when they are in their salah, and for example, in their sujood, in their ruku', and likewise in their other affairs, the other states, afan the other and the affairs the other uh, and the states that they are in and in all times throughout the day that they turn to Allah and his subhanahu wa ta'ala with supplication and, and they ask him and they worship him and he with the dua Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says وَإِذَا سَأَلَكَ عِبَادِي عَنِّي فَإِنِّي قَرِيبٌ أُجِيبُ دَعْوَةَ الدَّاعِي Allah mentions, and when my servant asks you of me, then for indeed I am near. 
For indeed I am near, meaning Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is all hearing, is the all seeing, and he is the all and he knowing. He knows everything that occurs with his and his servants. And he, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, is at all times and he aware of them and he sees them at all times and he hears them at all times. So he, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, says, Ujibu da'wata da'an. I answer the call of the supplicator, the one who is calling upon me when he supplicates. When? And he supplicates. So therefore, he shall respond to me, and he shall believe in me. And they shall, and he believe in me. They shall respond to me, and they shall believe in me, so that they may be guided. The Sheikh then mentions, and he that, and regarding dua being accepted, the affair turns back to the truthfulness of the servant when he's making dua. His truthfulness, and when he is making dua, and the way that he turns to Allah and he subhanahu wa ta'ala with his dua, and which uh, has an effect, a great effect on his dua, and he to be accepted. The Sheikh then says that for dua to be answered, for dua, dua to be answered by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, there are conditions. There are conditions. So supplication is not merely the fact that you say it with words, with your tongue, and that is sufficient for it to be answered by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but rather it has conditions. There are conditions that you need to fulfill when making any your dua. And likewise, there are things that prevent dua from being accepted. And the Sheikh says, and from them, from the conditions that must be there for dua to be answered by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the first one is al-ikhlas, lillah, to have sincerity, to have sincerity to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in your supplication. Be sincere to him, that you are calling upon him alone, and you dedicate your dua to him. And the shaykh says and that you have sincerity in your heart, have sincerity in your heart, and that you are upright, and that you are far away from any form of shirk. You are distant from any form of shirk. The Sheikh says, so therefore Tawheed is a condition for dua to be accepted. Tawheed is a condition for dua and need to be accepted because Tawheed brings a person closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and it is a means for a person's dua to be accepted and before Allah azza wa jal and likewise from the conditions which causes a person's supplication to be accepted by Allah is that the person should make dua whilst his heart is present he is focused, meaning his heart and he, that person, is focused on their dua. And he meaning that he's not really saying a dua with his tongue, he's pronouncing the words 
and his heart is somewhere else. He's thinking about somewhere else, something else. He's very far from what he's actually, and he's saying. And he does not know what he's saying. He's not focused on it. So it mean, it's meaning words, pronunciations, and nutq that he's doing. But the Sheikh says, rather, a person's heart must and he be focused. He must be and he focused upon his dua and focused upon his dua and he being answered by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that he hopes for it to be answered and a person should not make dua in a state that he's heedless heedless and that he's turned away and focused on other things and he's only it's only his tongue and his lips that are and he moving whilst his heart is heedless his heart and he's heedless in this scenario if a person's heart is heedless does not know he's not focused on what he's saying therefore his dua is not accepted his dua is not answered by Allah subhanahu and wa ta'ala and likewise from the means from the conditions which causes a person dua to be and he accepted is that a person calls upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by his beautiful names and his and the beautiful and the attributes for example a person says Ya Rahman Ya Rahim Ya Allah Ya Rabb and he from the names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he calls Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by them because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says وَلِلَّهِ الْأَسْمَاءُ الْحُسْنَى فَدْعُوهُ بِهَا to Allah belongs the most beautiful and perfect names. So therefore, call upon him by them. Call upon him by them. So the Sheikh says, the Sheikh says, so therefore when you are making dua, and you start your dua by saying, Ya Allah, or by saying, Ya Rahman, or by saying, Ya Rahim, or Ya Ghaffar, Ya Ghafoor, Ya Hay, Ya Qayyum, Ya Dhal Jalali Wal Ikram, and from the other names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala call upon him by his beautiful names and the end is beautiful and the attributes likewise from the affairs and the conditions which causes a person to are to be accepted is that a person seeks the times those special times whereby it is more hope for dua to be and the accepted to be and he accepted. The Sheikh says, and he first and foremost, it is required upon a Muslim for him to make dua at all times. Okay, throughout the, and in the day, at any time, a person should be and he making dua at any time or any point and he throughout and in the day. But he seeks those special times and he as well, those times where it's been mentioned that dua is and there's more hope for your dua to be accepted at those times that he singles those times out as well he seeks them and he makes dua during and he, those times because there is and more hope for his dua to be accepted and for example the sheikh says and when you are performing sujood and and the last third of the night and the last hour on the day of Jumu'ah and likewise he says in this month the month of Ramadan and likewise especially the last 10 days of the month of Ramadan 
all of these are times whereby it is more hoped for dua Ali to be accepted. So therefore, when you reach those times, increase yourself in making dua. When you reach those Ali times, increase yourself Ali, in making dua. But don't, do not single those times only for dua. Don't wait for those times to arrive for you to make dua. But rather make dua at all times, throughout the day, at any time. But when those times come, increase yourself in dua. Yeah, increase and yourself in making any dua. The next point the Sheikh says, and he from the affairs that prevent a person's dua from being accepted. And from them, for example, as we mentioned, al-ghaflatu wal-i'rat. When a person is heedless when he's making dua, his heart is distant, he's only pronouncing words that he's not really, but not have a, uh, a focus on them. Yeah. For example, likewise as well, uh, and if when a person's food is haram, and these are from the, uh, the greatest of the uh, matters that prevent a person's dua from being accepted. When a person is eating haram, he's drinking any haram. Okay. For example, as the Sheikh mentioned, he's mentioned hadith, as a person, as a man who's upon a travel, and he puts his hands out, and he says, Ya Rabb, Ya Rabb, Oh my Lord, Oh my Lord. And he makes dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he's in need, he's in desperate need. He makes dua, but his food is haram, his clothes is haram, his drink is haram, and he has eaten that which is haram in his body how can such a person how can such a person's dua be and he accepted so therefore the sheikh says and either this is from the greatest of causes that prevents a person's dua and he from and he being and he accepted so therefore a person must distant themselves from these mawani, from these things that block their dua from being accepted, and that they are, they should be in a state where they are making dua all the time, and increase their dua during those special times, and and likewise ensure that you are focused on your ani dua, you are focused on who you are making dua ani to. Likewise. And all these, inshallah, and it should benefit and you, especially this Ramadan. And especially in Ramadan, we should increase ourselves in and in making dua. Because it's one, from the, it's one of the actions that will lead to the rectification of the hearts. Lead for us to lead us and push us to and do more deeds. And ask Allah to aid you. And in your du'a, one of the greatest things, that, or one of the great things that you can ask in your du'a is to ask Allah for aid. And remember, we cannot achieve anything without the aid of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So do not forget to ask Allah for aid. For aid. Don't forget to ask Allah for aiding you and regarding your fast. Aiding you in your salah. Aid you for your citation of the Quran. Aid you in your du'a. Aid you in your actions of worship this Ramadan. 
Ask Allah Azza wa Jal, I need to aid you. Ask Allah to accept it from you. Ask Allah to aid you. Ask Allah to make you consistent till the end of Ramadan. Ask Allah to make you consistent likewise after Ramadan. Because in reality, we cannot achieve anything except by the aid of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As some of the Salaf used to say, if it was not for Allah, we would not have prayed. And we would not have given zakah. We would not have believed in him. So we need Allah's aid at all and the times. So focus likewise on this part and in your dua. Wa sallallahu ala nabina Muhammad.